All right, it's the Keith to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win another series. This one over the Royals. They lose the first game, but win the second and third games of the series. They've now won three straight series going back to last week when they swept the Blue Jays, then took two out of three from the A's, and now two out of three from the Royals. They've won seven of nine. They have cut their AL East deficit in the loss column down to three games, and they have a chance this weekend to cut that deficit down to zero games with a big weekend in Boston. But this week against the Royals, um, things didn't start out so well with the blown lead and eventual loss in the series opener on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, every day I seem to think, okay, this is the night the Yankees turn the season around. This is when it happens. And after they had swept the Blue Jays, they take two out of three from the A's, who had been the best team in the AL to that point. You start to feel good about this team. And then they turn in a shitty, sloppy effort to go along with bad managing on Tuesday. And you begin to think, here we go again. Here's another losing streak to erase all the good they've done over the last week. Another two steps forward, one step backward for this team. Uh, but they bounce back in the second game of the series to win. And then they win a laugher, finally a laugher, one of a handful this season on Thursday to win the series. The decision to go to Jonathan Lewisaga on Tuesday night, you know, he's been great this season. Certainly it could be questioned because if you have Zach Britton under contract and he's on the team and he's healthy enough to pitch, then why isn't he in the game in that situation? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. And then the next night, Zach Britton does come in in that situation, gives up a home run. So who knows? But the there's two things here. One is Aaron Boone's management in the second game of the series where there's two on and two out in the ninth with Chapman at, on the mound and Carlos Santana coming up. And Boone calls time to go out and speak to Chapman and speak to Gary Sanchez and speak to the infield. And they go over the strategy and how they're going to pitch Santana. Boone goes back to the dugout. And then he changes his mind. And, and right before Chapman's about to throw his first pitch, the yes camera was behind home plate. They see Sanchez call time. He stands up. He looks at the dugout. He calls for the intentional walk. So they walk Santana to force the bases loaded to bring up Sebastian Rivero with zero career major league hits. And in theory, yes, you'd rather face Rivero than Santana in an ideal situation. But loading the bases for Chapman, who is at times unbelievably wild and has been since the crackdown on foreign substances in the league, you leave him no margin for error. No pitches in the dirt, no pitches inside, an error in the field, wild pitch, passed ball. There's so many ways now the Royals can tie the game. And Chapman, he did it all on his own. Four straight pitches outside the zone for a walk on four pitches to the Rivera with zero hits in his life in the majors. The fourth pitch was so far outside that I thought it was going to the backstop. That's how wild Chapman was. And then he's yelling on the mound. And then come to find out after the game, it was because he wanted to face Santana. And he had that decision reversed on him from the dugout by Boone, who lied right to Chapman and Sanchez, walked back to the dugout, changed his mind all on his own, and had no logic behind it, saying he just felt it was right in the moment. What was right in the moment? You know Chapman's inability at times to throw strikes. You know how bad he had been in that game and how bad he's been for the last couple weeks. Why would you load the bases? Why would you put him in that position? Boone constantly talks about how it's his job to put his players and the team in the best possible position to succeed, yet he never does that, ever. He had the chance. Let him face Santana. If Santana beats you, okay, 
a blown save. At least the team's you know best hitter, really, or at least one of their three best hitters on the Royals beats you. But then to put Chapman in that situation where he has to throw a strike when he hadn't really been throwing strikes, and when the strikes he had been throwing had been getting hit for the last few outings, they're just fucking dumb. And then Boone gets bailed out by Sanchez, who's unbelievable, and we're about to get to him. And and Luke Voigt wins the game, and then Boone probably thinks his decision was right. Like a fucking idiot at a blackjack table who stays on 16 against the 7 because they just have a feeling that the card the dealer's not showing isn't a 10. No logic. No data, no math, no analytics to back up Boone's dumb fucking decision. And he said so. He just said he felt it was right. It was, you had a feeling? Keep your feelings to yourself because you fucking are an idiot and a loser. Your feelings are never right. The Yankees won two out of three here against the Royals. They could have easily lost two out of three. Boone's decision-making in the first game cost them a win, nearly cost them the second game. Now you're looking at a two-game losing streak going into the finale with Jamison Tyone on the mound, and you never know what you're going to get with him. The series could be completely different. Thankfully, it wasn't. And I've said it a million times, I'll say it again, the Yankees' biggest obstacle to a championship with this team is Aaron Boone, their own manager. It's not the Rays, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Astros, the A's, the White Sox, the Dodgers, the Padres, whoever. It's no team. It's their own manager. And the only way to beat their own manager is for the offense to outscore his decisions. Take the game out of his hands. Like they did on Thursday when they won 8-1. to they took the game out of his hands. Wasn't a close game. Didn't have to let his decisions late in the game impact the game. Didn't have to replace a player for Tyler Wade. Didn't have to make a dumb bullpen decision. They took the game right out of his hands. That's the only way to, to be sure that Boone won't affect anything. The problem is, as you get late in the season and in the postseason, you don't get laughers. Rarely. Not for an entire series. And so his decision-making will play a huge role if this team can fight all the way back and get into a postseason berth and get to where they were expected to be and where they should be. And for a long time now, I have been laughed at as a Gary Sanchez supporter. I, I am the self-proclaimed president of the Gary Sanchez fan club. I have supported him since his debut in the league. When he couldn't hit in 2018, when he couldn't hit last year, when he was benched in the postseason, I fought away all the Austin Romine fans, the Kyle Gashioka fans, all for this. Because I was told countless times that 2016-17 Sanchez was never coming back. He was gone, non-existent. That player is never returning. Except he has returned. Gary Sanchez, over this last month, has been the Yankees MVP. And if he keeps it up, he'll be the MVP of this team. He will get MVP votes. He'll never win it because Vlad Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is on another planet. But that's how good Sanchez has been. He's back in the three-hole, somewhere he hasn't been in years. And he's destroying the ball in that spot. Six for 15 in four games. The Yankees are undefeated in those four games. He single-handedly has won two of the games and has probably been the most important bat and player on the team in the other two. That's how good he's been. And this idea from Boone that he can't play when Garrett Cole pitches, I'm beginning to think it's Garrett Cole. Because for a long time I thought it was Boone, he's a fucking moron, and he is. But this has to be on Cole at this point. Because how are you benching Gary Sanchez in the middle of this? How? And that makes me think Cole isn't the guy I thought he was. Because if he's 
as good as he's advertised and he has these pitch, then he should be able to pitch to fucking anybody. Doesn't have to have his hand held by someone he grew up with to throw the fucking ball. But now it seems as though he's the one going and saying, I want to throw to Gashioka. Because as dumb as Boone is, even he's not dumb enough to fucking sit Sanchez when he's going like this. At least I hope he's not. If he's that dumb, then we got even bigger problems with him than I thought we did. But another part of this problem is that Giancarlo Stanton can't play the outfield. Or he doesn't want to play the outfield or the Yankees won't let him. Something's there. But he has to. Because he clogs the DH spot up. So then on days that Higashioka has to play because Sanchez can't catch every game. Then Sanchez is completely out of lineup because he can't put him at DH and then put Stanton in left field or, or right field or anywhere. But the Yankees need to. Stanton being the DH isn't keeping him healthy. He still gets hurt as the DH. So if you put him in the outfield and he gets hurt, so be it. But he can't continue to ruin this spot in the order. And even if he gets out of the DH spot and goes to the outfield, the Yankees are better off. Because you could put together an outfield of Stanton, Judge, and Anduar, or Stanton, Judge, and Frazier. You don't have to have both Anduar and Frazier or one or two or one of them and Gardner. It, it gives the Yankees so many more options. And this team needs to fight for every option. They need to take every advantage they can because of the hole they've put themselves in this season. And thankfully, over these last two weeks, when they've been winning, the Rays have just fallen apart. I know they did win the last two against Boston, which was great because it brought Boston back toward the Yankees for this weekend series. But everything is aligned here for the Yankees to come back and take the division, something that seemed impossible two weeks ago. The math just said, this won't happen. But the Rays lost seven in a row, Boston faltered a little, and the Yankees won. And now look where they are. They need to put the best team on the field. And that starts this weekend up in Boston, a huge fucking series. Go up there and do what they did to you down here. That's what the Yankees need to do. They need to go up there and win that series. A sweep would be amazing because they would erase the three-game deficit to the Red Sox in the East. They'd erase it like that to end June. And winning the series will only cut off one game, but it's still winning the series. It's taking a step in the right direction. You can't go up there and lose two out of three. You can't go up there and get swept. If that happens, you're right back where you were, and everything you did against the Blue Jays and A's and Royals is erased. So this is a huge series this weekend. Huge. For an end-of-June series, you don't get bigger than this. Yankees, Red Sox, first place potentially on the line if the Yankees were to ever win all three games. And if the Rays are to lose one game this weekend, the Yankees could have a tie for first come Monday, come a series against the Angels, and then the Mets next week for 4th of July, and the summer could be saved. So it was a great week. Gary Sanchez has returned. The Yankees are winning. Aaron Boone's still an idiot, but that's never going to change. For the first time in a while, it's, it, this, it feels good to be a Yankees fan. Really, since last week, starting with the Blue Jays sweep, take two out of three from the A's, take two out of three from the Royals, been hard to feel good about this team for most of the season. But right now, you can feel good about them. And with a big weekend in Boston, you can feel great about them. So that'll do it for today. Yankees-Red Sox begins on Friday night. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.